once again, everyone, welcome back. Episode 81 here with your drunk friend and around. I'm Trav. That over there is my co-host, Alex, out in sunny Albuquerque. Is it sunny out there yet? Is it finally broken through to where it's more warm than cold these days? It is, yeah. Uh, we've got uh, blue skies. We've All right. A, a nice contrast between the green trees and the blue sky. Love it. And uh, the beige roofs of all these uh, houses out here. So, yeah, it's a it's a nice uh, kaleidoscope of colors here. That's... Did I say that right? Kaleidoscope? I sound like my dad saying that. <laughs> I don't know. I kind of I hit the ride. Kaleidoscope. Collide. I don't know if there's kaleidoscope. Any... OK, I don't know. You might have been trying too hard. I'm not sure. Kaleidia. <laughs> <laughs> that's know. like my my mom used to yell at my dad saying uh i i guess back in the 70s but like way before i was born my dad used to pronounce roller roller coaster rolly coaster <laughs> that makes it sound way more fun somehow they were already fun and then roller coaster yeah. makes it sound great yeah i know right uh yeah it's uh oh don't Pay no mind to the uh, terrible death trap of that roller coaster. Just consider it a roller coaster. <laughs> and it's like, oh, okay, yeah. Oh, that's this, not so it's, bad. It's made by old plywood from Menards back in 1986. Uh, yeah. yeah. No one's ever died on a roller coaster, but now roller coasters will kill people. Roller coaster, yeah. Roller, yeah. Roller coaster, yeah. Get the <laughs> hell out of the way. Ah, good stuff. Man, I tell you. It feels like it's been a long, like a longer time than it has been since we've podcasted together, and I don't know what that is. It might be that we also just haven't been able to hang out online as much. You've been busy with work. I've been busy with work. It's it work sucks. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, you you had a bit of a hesitation before you said you've been busy with work. <laughs> uh, I think you're uh, selling your, your 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 the fact that you're a parent. You're selling that a bit short now. Because uh, you have a lot more responsibility than I do. I, I don't have shit to do. I and mean, you're just like a, you're a dad. I mean, I'm, you're doing dad stuff. I'm dad. And, and you know, it, it doesn't get worse really than like tonight. There was, a, we had to push a few laws through Congress just to get my daughter to commit to going to the bathroom <laughs> before she wanted to go to bed. And we're like, you have to go at least try. And she's like, nah, I don't think I'd you know. I can kind of identify with that myself because yeah. uh, I was, uh, according to my parents, I was very difficult to be potty trained. Uh, I was I was a big uh, pain in the ass. No, uh, uh, maybe there's pun intended there, but uh, um, my dad joked that uh, I did not want to part with my essence, so to speak. So mm. yeah, I, I just sat on the toilet seat and screamed <laughs> when I was a kid. I don't know what what that says about me as a person now. But that is, according to my parents, and, and that is their testimonial. Man, well, that's because that is, uh, you didn't have I a did. Game Boy. After you got that Game Boy in there, you've been <laughs> solid. We can't get you out of the place. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, now now the toilet is my, uh, it's my uh, my refuse or my uh, you know my, refuge, my, my safe place, basically. Your, yeah. your refuge, refuge for refuse. That makes sense to me. That makes sense to me. <laughs> did I say refuse? What you did, you did but right, it, well, yeah. it, it does work. Refuse, refuge for refuse. Right on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're all good here. You know, work has been hard. I, I've been over there, Dad, and you've been putting up with your pooches falling under random ailments. Hopefully, they're okay. Yeah. We got uh, Ulysses S. Dog. That uh, we, we did have a, uh, a dental procedure scheduled for that particular dog. Uh, came back where he w had a faulty heart valve from his uh, EKG, and they're like, "We don't want. We don't want to put this good boy under." And I'm like, "What are you talking about? Like, that's this dog is not a good boy. He is a <laughs> very evil, terrible dog that terrorizes the entire neighborhood. Don't do not suspend my disbelief with your matter of fact uh, stuff." But yeah, no, he's he's fine. He's a good dog. Uh, and then Clyde decided to like, it's like, oh, all the attention is on this dog. Well, I'm going to start gimping around, you know, like, uh, like I'm, uh, you know, limping off the field and, you know, you, you need to, you need to be playing the, uh, Fox sports, uh, injury music every time you look at me <laughs> that dun -dun 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 -dun. and he's like gimping around on, on one back leg, but Clyde's doing good too, uh, we we give him uh, some omega something, so I forget the name of it. It's like some sort of uh, like a supplement. Supplement. Yeah, yeah. 
So yeah. we put that in his food, and it uh, lubes their joints real good. I think Cl- Clyde just can't uh, straighten his leg, or he uh, can't uh, flex his leg all that great. He's 12, so he's getting up there. Man, I've had the same issue. My, my 12-year-old cat, my old guy, he, he'd been gimping around, yeah. and we had to get him supplements. And I tell you, man, that's a yeah, that's a sign that we're old when our, when our pets are old <laughs> and need uh, supplemental grease to get them to move around. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I like it though because it's uh it it uh gives a little extra pep in their step because when I they walk just or uh, Clyde it, it walks just fine like he he's got an extra little pep in his step on his walks now oh. so he's he's got like uh, an extra uh you know he's like peeing a little more aggressively on those bushes <laughs> he's he's got some like spunk you know he's like all right you fucking dog I'm gonna I'm gonna pee the hell out of this bush right here like he's a he's a little more like got a little more attitude on his on his stuff so I I really get a kick out of like. You know, old man Clyde over here. It's, it cracks me up. Man, took him from 12 right down to 8. Those supplements did wonders. <laughs> Knocked four, right. four years right off the old uh, the old tree bark. Yeah. yeah, that's good. That is good. Yeah, my, even my old cat. I don't know what it is about the supplements. They said it would be like, you know, in about six weeks, they'll start to kick in. He'll start to feel real good. But like night three, he was zooming around. He must have felt really good. So. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, 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 same with Clyde. It was like three days. Yeah. Right on. Good deal. Um. Well, you made a let's let's go back and forth here since you got a couple videos. I only got one. I've been mm. slowing down, but you got the Speedy Gonzalez, which I hear is basically Sonic for the Super oh, Nintendo. I, uh, all right, I see what you did there. Uh, it's uh, Speedy Gonzalez. Well, it it is very average. Mm. It's a super average game. Uh, Sunsoft. You know, I, when I first started writing this, uh, that review of that game. I was kind of taken aback when I saw that Sunsoft wrote it, or wrote it, that uh, Sunsoft made it, rather. Uh, it was strange to me, because when I think of Sunsoft, I think of all the great NES games mm-hmm. that they made, like Batman and all that sort of stuff. And they decided to just, like, pretty much just, like, all right, we're done. We're, we're cashing out. We've got uh, our main... You know, we, we, we've made our money or we've put in the work and we're we just want to uh, basically phone it in at this point. Aww. So it, it, that's tough to to accept because, yeah, it's they do the Bugs Bunny game on Super Nintendo, which is fine. Mm-hmm. They do Speedy Gonzalez on Super Nintendo. And it's I guess it's fine. It's it's one of those things where you got to talk yourself into liking it. It's clearly made for kids. So. Right you know, I, I I remember seeing the the link to the uh, uh, what do you call it? The uh, uh, hang on, let me pull it up. Yeah, hard drive mag, which is like basically onion for video games. Oh, right, right. Says thirty two year old man thinks quality of Nick Junior shows has dropped off. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's basically like, what am I doing? Like, I'm criticizing a game made for clearly made for kids. Like, yeah, this game isn't for us, et cetera, except I'm 40. So, yeah. You're a man. Uh, You've earned it. I mean, I, I, I <laughs> there was a bit of an era there where I feel like Sunsoft just kind of leaned on the licenses a little bit too much mm. rather than make a decent game. Because they had like, uh, you know, the Daffy Duck Marvin missions was pretty good there. I liked that one okay. But at any rate, yeah, well, you know, so you can't hit them all out of the park, Sunsoft. But I did watch your video, and you know, it didn't look that bad. You didn't trash it. You you basically said it's it's okay. No, it's fine. It's I don't okay. like trashing stuff. I think that's I think that's cliche. Yeah. Don't do that unless you can unless be hilarious. It's really bad. Yeah. No, I'm not that funny. So it's oh, just on. stupid to like. No, it's just don't do that if it's. You know, I feel like. Uh, don't don't do that if it's hang on like let me see okay uh, what are the other games that uh, to go 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 trash some other terrible games that Sunsoft did like uh uh Dai or uh, Benke Gaiden Sana no Show go 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 crap on that game I have no idea what that is but if you want to crap on a Sunsoft game go d- attack that one I have no idea what that is leave speedy gonzalez alone all right like don't don't attack me <laughs> don't attack the game don't do any of that stuff okay okay fine you did the speedy gonzalez i did prince of persia 
which is yeah. Th- there is this. I did not know that game got an NES patch or patch an NES uh, port. Man, that game got ported to everywhere. I mean, look at your look at the top of your the closest beer can. It's on that beer can. It got ported everywhere. Um, it hmm. <laughs> that was bad, but it's uh, <laughs> it is notably a uh, a weaker port compared to a lot of its contemporaries. And I made the dastardly mistake of you know I always try to play some of the ones that were released on the popular consoles of the time. So I you know I put like ten minutes into the Super Nintendo version and the Genesis version and the Game Boy version hmm. just to be like yeah okay I, I I see the the related DNA here. And so I say at the end of the video I say you know Prince of Persia is all right it's fine you you know it, it doesn't really respect your time too much but it's not the worst thing in the world. And uh, if you're, you know, if you want to play like an up, upgraded version of it, you can check out the Super Nintendo or the Sega Genesis ports. Uh, kind of the same concept, uh, but obviously with with some upgrades. It's kind. Of, I just left it at that. I didn't get into the nitty gritty or whatever. But I got so many comments that were like, "Buddy, listen, if you think that NES ports anything <laughs> like that Super Nintendo port, you're smoking butt." Because it is just not true. The Super Nintendo port might be the best thing ever made. And I was like, dude, I I played like five minutes. I saw that it it had a guy that would run and jump on ledges exactly like the game I just played and was like, yeah, pretty close, pretty similar. Not like a terribly different concept in all. But man, one guy was like five paragraphs deep before I think he realized he'd gone too far and he just hit enter. Man, hot topic. <laughs> those, those, I'm going to call them the, the pop gang, the Prince of Persia people, the POPs. Um, they, they rolled heavy into that video and they were not happy that I said the Super Nintendo version was just okay. <laughs> so see, yeah, L- let's take a gander at some of the, oh, well, first of all, we've got this top spot one, two, three. We know that guy's, you know, enemy number one right yeah. here. Rude dude. Uh, and also let's, let's take a look at that. Let's break. We got Hans Gruber. Uh, commenting on your video, like if you've got a villain in a, a legendary action movie commenting on your video, bad times, not great. I know. Uh, and then middle. we've we've got a guy, we've got another guy named Barry Allen that uh, starts his uh, comment saying, "I actually." Yeah. So yeah, yeah you're, you're you you've got some great stuff here. Very clearly uh, doing uh, the Lord's work. With your, with your content here, I I, I think uh, yeah, I all, all I know is that this game was made for as a uh, not a DOS game but like a PC game I think yeah like, like Apple II you know yeah yeah like like some uh, one of those personal computer games like back on back when they weren't open software or whatever I I don't even know the right phrase for it but yeah it it eventually made its way around all those systems and then it got onto super nintendo and nes in fact i think it got onto uh super nintendo and nes like around the same time yeah same day i think i think they released (laughs) it's just ridiculous yeah like you know the nes is like done at that point so yeah it wasn't really destined to have a good nes run for sure I mean, it's like, it again, it's not a- the worst game on the NES by far. I think it's actually kind of impressive in some ways. But, yeah, it's not going to hold a candle to the Super Nintendo version. But, man, did I I right. should have said more kind things about that Super Nintendo version. Lord, help me. You know what I think it is? I think I think your comments and, and the, the ones that I got from the – I think Super Nintendo fans are just a rough bunch. So what I think I think it's the Super Nintendo fans trickling down to me and being like, "Oh, look at this eight bit guy doesn't know what he's talking about." So I feel for you. This actually made me feel for you more. And those that, those comments. That, well, that's uh, obvious. I mean, uh, mm-hmm. any anything that makes you feel for me, excellent work, folks. No, uh, you've uh, done. I can call off the dogs now. Uh, good job. Good job. No, that was a good video. It was very useful. I I did not know that. Uh, Prince of Persia was an NES of all things. Uh, and you know what? Screw those people. They freaking suck. Yeah, every one of them. Uh, make sure to watch the next Nest Friend video. <laughs> That's right. I talked about Speedy Gonzalez, uh, but I also posted... Are, are we talking about Super Mario Land 2 now? Yeah, Is that dude. what we're going to do? Yeah, I was, a, okay. I was surprised you didn't already have a video for that, that hallmark of a game. I thought you were scraping the barrel no. these days, but man, I was excited to see that video no. pop up. No, it's fun to revisit 
the old uh, Game Boy games because of the analog pocket. Mm-hmm. It's super fun uh, to dive into this stuff again because I, uh, at the risk of sounding like I'm, uh, what do you call it, a salesman for analog, that product is excellent. Uh, I'm not sure how else to phrase that. It's it's a great freaking thing to be able to play these old Game Boy games, uh, Game Boy Color, uh, Game Boy Advance, all these things on uh, the analog uh, pocket because the screen is freaking mint. It is amazing looking. It I can't overstate how great these games look on that screen. It looks so freaking good. That's like, awesome. It really does feel like you're playing these games like brand new again. It's and uh, in the in that uh, Super Mario Land video, I made sure to show like this is what this shit looked like back when we first got oh, these yeah. games. Like it was a bleary mess. Like it was trash. Like I, I you know, it's your classic case where you're uh, leaning against the back seat of your dad's truck, making sure to. Uh, you know, uh, when the street lights oh, pass yeah. over, yeah. you you got to, you know, it's like, oh, they got to do this. You know, yep. it, you got like less than a second to make sure that you uh, get your gaming in. Basically. <laughs> but yep. Yeah, it's it's so it, it was so bad. And so to have this thing that with a screen that makes every game just pop, it is just the best. So and this is so it's like, OK, let's dive back into Game Boy. So I hope to do this and. Uh, that game and all sorts of other stuff to uh, make sure that uh, uh, what am I talking about? Make sure what? Uh, make sure that uh, I'm talking about like games that people should be playing on this thing. Heck yeah. That they uh, need to revisit. Uh, that's what I need to say. Yeah. I'm so close to pulling the trigger on an analog, man. I'm just I'm just 10 oh. more people excited about it on YouTube away from doing it, man. I mean, any day now. Because every time... I'm sorry to... I'm sorry to be one of those people, but no, man, oh I, man, I cannot talk this thing enough. I'm not even uh, being really that facetious. It's just like, it's a lot of money, but, and that's really the thing that, that I need to like get over because it, it honestly it looks kind of worth it. I mean, how often do you get to re-experience something that cool, that awesome? I mean, I have tons of games that just pop right in there and they will look way better than they'll ever going to look. And I just need to, I just need to bite the bullet. And plus I got the game gear. You can get the game, game gear attachment. And you know, at that point you've yeah. unlocked that you, now you just kind of own an Atari Lynx all of a sudden. I mean, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. And you get to dive into all sorts of new libraries of mm-hmm. games and stuff like that. That's super fun. I love that aspect of it because, you know, I had no idea what the hell Atari, you know, Atari Lynx was kind of a running joke when, with oh, yeah. my friends and I when I was a kid because it's just like who owns this thing? Nobody does. So yeah, that was that was fun to. I'm still kind of looking into some of these games. Um, yeah, uh, eBay, my eBay account. Uh, I'm trying to keep it reeled in a little bit. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to like get some of these games. I I need to start. Uh, taking some notes from your playbook and get get into some of these uh uh you know uh flea markets and stuff like that. Oh yeah. Need to start watching some metal Jesus videos. Dude. Uh pay you know that'll appease his lawyers at least. So for sure. Get a get uh, them off our backs for a little Man. bit. F- f- going to flea markets and like old places just like looking for stuff also scratches a completely different itch I have that's not really gaming related, but just like scavenger hunt related. So it's like two, yeah. two birds at once. It's super duper cool. I just really want to get an, yeah. a, get an analog. I mean, for, for a number of reasons, but also I get that links. I get, uh, I get to play that chips challenge, which was one of my favorite uh, piece oh, uh, computer okay. games back in the day. And there's a port of that. And so that'd be kind of cool. I do love the chips challenge, but uh, yeah. Well, this uh, this episode obviously brought to you by the Analog Pocket, folks. Please go out and buy yours today. <laughs> now we wish. Well done. <laughs> uh, so that's going to send us more Analog Pockets. <laughs> analog, <laughs> at least one more. It, just one. One more. Just the one will yes. do. 
uh, with the Game Gear attachment, please. Um, so that, that that's our video roundup. We did Prince of Persia. Nobody really cared for that video, but they watched it. We got Speedy Gonzalez. Everybody liked the video. Don't care for the game. What and then nobody cared for that video? They You just said it got 3,000 views out of nowhere. I think they were anger hate. I think they were hate watches. That's what I think. I think hate watches? Okay. That's, <laughs> that's your conclusion? Maybe. I don't right. know. I think maybe it got spread around on some Prince of Persia Discord, and they were like, look at this fucking guy. <laughs> and then they all swooped in. But no, it, it's not like it's been... It's just a couple comments that I'm just having fun with. You got a bunch of 50-year-old dudes <laughs> just waiting for their chance to pounce Seriously, yeah. on the Prince of Persia Discord. Yep. Yeah, they call themselves the Kings Kings of Persia in the Discord. Um, and then they, they swoop in. They're, they're a real bunch. But uh, And then we got Mario and the Six Gold Coins, man. What a classic game. So, man, you, you had a good time. You had a good time out there. Well, I mean, that's what I want to do when I get something like the, I'm sorry to keep standing the uh, analog pocket, but that's what you want to do when you get something like this is you want to play the best games available. Um, I didn't, the thing is, is that I have a really short attention span, so I don't want to play all the way through anything. I Mm -hmm. don't like my first thought is like, oh, I got to play it. Link's Awakening and I get to a certain point and I'm like, no, I'm done with this. I got to go play this and I got to do this and this and this. I'm telling you, man, uh, Mario Land 2 is like a Super Mario Land or uh, Mario Land, Super Mario World uh, kind of a deal where it's the the, uh, the sprites and the spin jump and all this sort of stuff it's i i was a, kind of amazed revisiting that because it was so uh much more than i remember it being i thought it was just like oh this is way better than the original mario land that's fine mm-hmm. but man oh man revisiting that i was like well shit this is one of the best game game boy games ever it's it's got that mario 3 uh kind of aesthetic to it mm-hmm. where it's uh when it comes to the worlds, you know, that's one of, for me, that's one of the big appeals of Mario 3 was you go to the giant world, you go to uh, whatever, you know, all these like different themes uh, that are fully realized and all that sort of stuff. And Mario Land 2 does the same sort of deal where it's, you're inside of a robot Mario and that sort of stuff. And it's super fun. So, yeah, bring it. Mario 2, Mario Land 2 is is uh uh it's it's the rare Game Boy game I think that you can play uh it's a bl- basic black and white game. Go ahead and play it now any way you can on any system on any platform. You're going to get your money's worth. It's excellent. For sure. Uh I love that Halloween level too, man. I just so much character. Oh yeah, so you get good. like you get dudes wearing hockey masks mm-hmm. with knives in their heads. Like what the hell is that? Like what is that doing in a Mario game? It feels like a ROM hack. <laughs> yeah, so you're right. Yeah. It's it's excellent. I love that sort of stuff. So and I was really interested to find out that Miyamoto had nothing to do with that game. So it's almost huh. like the the people that were that helped make that game uh were almost had like a chip on their shoulders or something like that. They were like, "Oh, okay, we don't have uh, this guy on our team, so let's let's make it with this and this and one of these and this and all that sort of stuff." So, yeah, I I love that game. I I did not realize, you know, it, first diving into it how much I would like it. So it's one of those things that's like super organic. Like I need to tell people <laughs> how much this game is, how much fun this game is. Yeah, super so, duper fun. Yeah. Fun video, too, yeah. and uh, yeah, good job out there. Good to see you dropping uh, videos more frequently these days. A bit of a brief hiatus there, but now you got the... It, it started to feel like, yellow you know, 2016 again. Seeing SNES trunk pop up two weeks in a row, gosh <laughs> oh, dang. Please. Gosh. That's really nice of you to say. Thanks. I appreciate hearing that. Um, that's really nice. But yeah, I uh, hope to... If, if every game's going to be as good as Mario Land 2, then... Fuck, I'll post every day. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, yeah. That's awesome. Uh, the only other thing that popped up on my channel, uh, my boy Blink and I from the Polyco podcast did a little collection showcase over there, and we showed off our mm. we showed off our Wii's on the internet, which they'll let you do. They'll let you show your oh, yeah? Wii off. Yeah, and your Wii U. Uh, but we also showed our GameCube and Switch collections, and that was a good time. So thanks to uh, anyone and everyone that stopped by for that. And we still got, we got a couple more before I get to that big NES one, which we're all... You know, I don't say I say we're all both me and my cat and Steve are really excited for because that's <laughs> that's where most of my value will come in. Up until now, Steve's collection has just trounced mine, but 
I think my uh, my loose NES collection is uh, of my more decent. So looking forward to that. All right. Uh, lots of emails. And we got we got one real teeny tiny one. And then we got three old big ones. And so uh, this is the, the episode full of emails. Uh, no guests this time around. Uh, I, although I can change voices and accents for you guys if you'd like, uh, just to make it feel like another person's here. But um, <laughs> our first one is from our pal Robert Elden Ring. And uh, he titles it, <laughs> right? I love that one. He titles it, You Have Sold Me on MAGFest, and says, And I will be trying to attend the next one. So, Alex, that's even a little bit more, you know, to, to dangle out there for you. If you can make it clear across the, the great United States next MAGFest, you get to see a lot of cool people, including Robert Elden Ring. Who wouldn't want to do that? That's not how I read that email. I read that as a threat. Oh my! the 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 fact that he had you have sold me on Magfest as the uh, subject of the email, and then the body of the email says, "And I will be trying to attend the next one," with a period at the end, <laughs> and everything is like super proper grammar. That is a, the work of a serial killer, right? So I am not. Now I see. I am it. not. Uh, yeah. Man, I'm not uh, Robert. I'm on to you, man. I'm not doing that, but I'm still attending Magfest. Man, you, if you happen to be there, that's <laughs> then then we'll throw down. That's fine. What a ride I've been on because I read that and I got and excited. Would, and now you're telling me we might all die. Robert would absolutely freaking rake me. He would freaking kick me in the face and destroy my freaking entire life. Like there is no way that Robert would. Robert's like a UFC guy. I think he would just humiliate me basically he would like he it would be one of those hockey fights like you ever see those like 80s hockey fights where mm-hmm. the the guy gets like a sweater pulled over his head <laughs> and he's just like flailing away that would be me and then robert's just like pummeling me on the head with and I, i've got like a sweater over my head and yeah right. that, would, that 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 that's that's your magfest preview right there i know i i'm gonna pay to see it either way i think that's that's a good time for a lot of people <laughs> yeah now, Robert would kick my ass. Thank you, Robert. I, I hope to see you at Magfest someday. I, I really want to go to there next year. That that's I feel it in my bones. You know, I, I want to go there. I, I need to see that arcade for myself. Yeah. And at this point, there's I mean, social anxiety or not, uh, there's a lot of really neat people we've we've met along the way in this podcast that will be fun to hang out with. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, all the food all that the you food. talked about. Give me yeah. all of that. I mean, all of it. Sign me up for all of that. Honestly, the food was all uh, Burger Camp. So it just it just make sure oh, Burger Champ's there. Yeah, the, the, the current champion of burgers, as far as I know. Yeah. But uh, yeah, bring all of that. I, I want all the food. I want all the arcade games. That's all I want. Bring you, it all. You know, before we get to this next email, you know, a real sad story is that, uh, and we this was mentioned on our last podcast with Dak Croach, uh, there was an Elevation Burger down the street where you could get up to like 11 patties on a burger, and that was where Burger <laughs> Champ and I were going to go throw down and see who was the biggest oh, champ, no. but it closed down, so now we just have to, oh, we have to live forever not knowing. to the stomach. I know. Yeah. Oh, well. That's tough. Oh, well. I'll take, I'll accept runner Were up. their burgers good? Do you remember... Have you? Got, uh, I was hammered, you, so they were the best thing I've ever eaten. <laughs> oh, of course. So I don't know. Right on. <laughs> I love that. I do not know. Maybe you're like me, and you enjoy a sip of something while you are knee-deep into your Friday night gaming session. Have you ever stopped to think, what is in your glass? How is this made? Who made this wondrous potion? If yes, then you should check out PD's Power Hour podcast, a podcast where we chat with other video game lovers and learn about what we love to drink. Available wherever podcasts can be found, especially at polymedianetwork.com. Drink well, my friends. Bye. Okay. Oh, we've got another email here from Average Ass Games, Mitch. I'm just going to, that's his nickname now, because <laughs> uh, that's what he uh, emailed us. Average Ass Games, Mitch. He says, hello, gentlemen. The World Wide Web of today is a Trevor, Trevor? Trevor Trove? Is a treasure, tr- <laughs> is a treasure trove of <laughs> retro gaming content. It's never been easier to find people talking about your favorite and most hated games of yesteryear. There are games and reviews aplenty for what are considered the greatest games of all time, the worst games of all time, and of course, hidden gems. Mm, bum, bum, bum. 
Uh, insert and he says parenthetical insert hero cartridge and play guitar guitar riff here is that does he have a guitar riff that plays when he oh okay he's that that's what he's talking about okay i see that as a guitar lead not as a guitar riff Uh well actually i see a guitar lead not a guitar riff that's that's how i see that miss okay mitchell is your name mitchell i uh, because i've got a few things to say to you mitchell (laughs) okay oh so my he continues so my question doesn't have anything to do with any of those instead i'm wondering if there are any games that the collective internet has deemed completely and utterly average but that but you love the kind of stuff that doesn't really ever get mentioned for good or ill I love, love, love Arrow the Acrobat 2 for the SNES. When Facebook first became a thing, I remember there being a spot in your bio to put your favorite books, movies, games, etc. I proudly put Arrow the Acrobat 2 right there beside Super Mario Bros. 3 and Final Fantasy 6 because I loved it so dang much. I'm right there with you, man. I remember putting uh, NCAA basketball there, uh, like Griffey baseball. I remember when Facebook... <laughs> I'll, it's like okay i can just put anything here i'm gonna put everything that i like here <laughs> one of those sort of deals anyway uh uh mitch continue i i'm sorry mitchell continues uh i did some real hard hitting research for this email and my quick youtube search for the for this particular game came up with a handful of gameplay videos one review with less than a thousand views and a list by a certain drunk YouTuber called Super Nintendo Under the Radar Platformers. (laughs) Any written reviews tend to talk about how it's just another mascot platformer from an era full of them. Oh yeah, batting down the hatches here. All right, he goes, now it's likely my nostalgia talking, but I really do love the game. I love the slick visuals. The controls feel perfect to me. And I could rock out all day to the Super 90s soundtrack. All right. Anyway, speaking of 90s, I still get a kick out of how cheesily 90s the whole game is. <laughs> Eros meets a hot Russian spy, Bat, because of course he does. Yeah. Partway through the game, you randomly find out Arrow is in a rock band and you need to rescue his bandmates. Again, of course, he's in a rock band. Dude looks like he would bust out a 10-minute slap bass solo all day. Oh, yeah. Wait, wait a second. He would bust out ten minute slap bass solos all day because the ten minutes bass slap. I mean, solo take a would... take a break and then come back do ten more minutes. Take a break, <laughs> come back. Yeah, ten more minutes. I mean, we're looking at and then he said six solos an hour for. I mean, it's a lot. <laughs> if you need a break, six different solo. He's got to like be you know originally one. <laughs> yeah. That's that's tough. New backing. He's got to make like yeah. And Evil Ector, the boss of the game, is the creepiest evil clown this side of a Juggalo Championship wrestling show. I don't know what that is, so... Okay. Are there any so-called average-ass games that bring you the same level of joy? Thanks once again, Mitch from Nova Scotia. Mitch, thank you. Damn, we are killing it in Nova Scotia if we've got a scathing email like this. We're all the way up in the Northeast. Number four in Nova Scotia. That's... I don't know. Who oh, the, damn. Yeah. We're, we're right behind Joe Rogan, uh, Nova Scotia Living, which is a home improvement podcast, and uh, Mark Marin. So we're hanging in there. We're doing all right. Just number four. Oh, right on. Yep. Well, he mentions uh, the 90s ass uh, version of this uh, yeah, uh, 90s assness I guess is how mm-hmm, you'd say it mm-hmm. it makes me think of how Sonic was an in the game Sonic the Hedgehog was initially pitched uh, according to the to the uh, book console wars uh, Sonic had like a leather jacket on and he had a girlfriend mm-hmm. and uh, her name was Madonna because you know she's in or something i don't know <laughs> I, how do i not sound old while talking about this but yeah and sonic has like fangs and stuff like that and it's immensely stupid like what what are you doing with your life 90s ass. evaluating yeah yeah it's like the lost <laughs> yeah, boys meet sonic like why you don't need that <laughs> yeah and eventually like sanity you know prevailed and uh the people at sega of america were able to uh 
get their stuff in order to uh, make sure that Sonic was what he is today. So, yeah, it, it's very interesting to hear about that. Not very 90s ass, but are there... What What is an average ass, 90s ass game that brings you a level of joy, but it's it's on no one's radar? I mean, you of all people have got to know. You've dug through a ton of 90s ass, average ass games. Well, first of all, isn't ass a 90s ass word? I think so. <laughs> I don't know. I thought I could get you. That. <laughs> I mean, technically, yeah. I don't know. Ass is ass. Like if you t- if you say the word ass, mm-hmm. are you saying it like ass? Are you saying it like ass? It's ass. It's a nineties ass word. Ass. It's ass is a nineties ass word. I think so. Yeah, that's I mean, my contention. You're, you're starting to uh, you're starting to elicit a little bit of James Rolfe with the way you're you're hitting that first fifteen <laughs> A's. Think of that. Yeah. yeah. Yes, I guess not. <laughs> yes, but yeah, it's a '90s ass word. That's my that's my contention. But uh, now you got your average stuff for. Uh, let's see. Okay, so uh, sticking to what I know, Super Nintendo stuff. We've got your average spectrum for high end average. It's, by that I mean like, let's see. You've got. Stuff like Claymates and Artie Lightfoot and stuff like that. So we've got two, you know, those are games that are, they have some good ideas. Mm-hmm. They're they're good. Uh, they're trying to do something other than basic bitch stuff. Whereas the low end stuff, uh, our friend Mitchell here, uh, Mitchell here says uh, that Arrow the Acrobat um, is fine it's 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 okay it's but at really when you play most other stuff on the super nintendo it's not that great it's fine it but at the end of the day it's it's not it's not good it's it's not good but it's not bad and it's, it ends up just on a pile of forgettable stuff um and then that's where you end up with most licensed stuff like three ninjas kick back um and nonsense like that and I was thinking about this question earlier because why I don't know about you, Trav, but mm-hmm. when I think of average games, I th- I always my mind always goes to platformers. Yeah, like always. Mascot Is that plat- you too? Yeah, that's the. I don't know if that's just the most average ass uh, genre. I don't know. It's kind of a nice. I guess so. Around huh? for average. Yeah, because there are some average ass RPGs out there, and I think the first one that comes to mind is paladin's quest Mm -hmm. uh that is not you know i'm never gonna tell everybody when you when you think of uh rpgs on the super nintendo you think of all the great you know you can list off like 15 of them especially if you go into all the stuff that was released in japan that didn't come out overseas and all that sort of stuff uh but you get kind of jank stuff that didn't come out or that did come out rather in the United States. And you're just like, what the hell is this? This isn't even close to Chrono Trigger. It's like, well, it kind of doesn't have to be. It's, it's okay for what it is. So, (laughs) uh, stuff like Paladin's quest and, you know, the first Lufia game is, is another one where it's just like, this isn't a great game, but, uh, it's, it's not terrible. So I don't know. I hope that, answers your question missile yeah i think my big my big cop-out answer <laughs> and really Uh-oh. just a quick answer i think uh in 64 racing games probably the most average things <laughs> on the planet but god damn i just love them they relax me they're all basically the same but it's a safe place i throw on name one i throw it on we're having a good time i'm gonna hang i'm gonna probably zero x that one's a little stressful, but we'll play it. We'll put a good hour in. We'll have fun not winning anything. Uh, you know, you know, when you say N64 racing games, the first place my mind goes to is the Star Wars Episode oh, One. Yeah, also stressful racing game. Yeah, what is the first place your your oh, mind? Oh man, to? I go to some of those real relaxed fit ones like Beetle Adventure Racing or oh, okay. Automobile Lamborghini or, uh, or Automobile yeah, yeah. Lamborghini. Uh, one that I actually really like is called Extreme G Racing. It has a sequel too, and uh, 
those are great, but they couldn't be more average. But uh, damn, I just when I <laughs> find one that I that I find that it's average, I almost treat it like it's a hidden gem. I'm like, dude, you got to play this fucking <laughs> racing game I found. Treat it like royalty. It's so average. Yeah. You'll love it. I remember seeing Extreme G was one of those games that was always available for rent. It was right alongside like stuff like Forsaken mm-hmm. and uh, the game with the uh, Shadow Man or whatever the game is called yep. for N64. Yeah. All, all that stuff was uh, <laughs> quality rental fodder, I guess you'd call it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, all right. Yeah. Good. Good question, Mitch. Uh, enjoy your arrow, the acrobat. Don't let anyone tell you it's bad if you love it. Stick to your guns. Uh, up next, we have, gosh, it's a scandalous email from our pal Blake. He's even titled it The Bulge, Uh-oh. which I was like, man, should we even open this? I hope he didn't. I hope there's no attachment uh, with The Bulge here. Uh, well, you're the one that opened The Bulge, Trav. I, I always do. Honestly, I couldn't turn it down. Yeah. Uh, he says, dear drunk friends. First off, I want to commend the quality of microphones you have on your show because clearly you both were talking out of your asses on episode 75. Alex asked if the bulge on Hammer and Harry's box art scared away North American buyers. How (laughs) dare you? What man or woman would ever have the cowardice to declare such a thing about Harry's knob goblin? Why, just the mere sight of his buck knuckles should have been enough to send sales of this game soaring. How anyone's junk doesn't wiggle just at the thought of Harry's mountainous manhood is clearly lying. You should be honored that you share a place in time as this zipper-bursting demigod. You both need to admit, you both need to admit that this coke can smuggling jing jockey is the real reason you fear this game. I dare you, nay, I implore you to present a better example of a man's loin limping lump. Mario, that mushroom-headed joke. Mega Man, the blue bomber has shriveled blue balls. Link, get the uh. fuck out of here. Landstalker, okay, maybe Landstalker. I'm going to give you one more Whoa. chance to pay your respects. To Harry's gorilla-nosed Johnson, save your dignity and give the man's rooster its due. Keep hammering your Harry's big fan, Blake. P.S. Uh, the game is just okay. <laughs> That's great punchline there at the end. Uh, thank you uh, for the email, Blake. That <laughs> was excellent. It is true. It's true. All By the way. way I had to uh, l- listen. You you need to see the the cover of the cover art of uh, uh, Landstalker. I'm gonna post it right here, and you need to see this. Oh, is he also uh, busting out? It is. It is. Oh some, yeah. It it is a big ass package. Holy like what? Cow. What are you doing, Sega? Well, what is Lord. this? My God. <laughs> he can't. He can't scoot sideways through a restaurant without knocking all the bowls off. My gosh. <laughs> Good Lord of mine. Uh, that's brilliant. I, I don't want Well I done, mean, Blake. Well done, Trev. You see this all the time in comic books, but when when you have pants on so tight that your thighs look that defined, those pants are too tight. I shouldn't be able to see every tendon in your knee. There's there's no pair of yoga pants on shelves today that let you get that defined. Just yeah. remarkable stuff. Throw yeah, he's throwing them. They're painted on. He's man. He's doing the thing with like those Sports Illustrated swimsuit models used to do. The they do the painted on mm-hmm. gimmick. That's that's this guy's gimmick. He's he's got his stuff painted on. Bad job by him. It's it's, it's completely destroys suspension of disbelief. I, I want to believe that this guy is actually wearing tights instead of whatever is it is. Can you imagine wearing something like that that this guy has on? I don't think it make like me fight something. Better. Oh, like uh, yeah, my 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 name might as well be Junk Hug at that point because <laughs> I can't do or think about anything else in my life other than what's hugging my junk. How is Junk Hug or is... Johnson not a AEW wrestler? <laughs> and also with pants that tight, AEW. why do you need a belt? Thought... <laughs> what's the belt doing? Holding down the shirt? It's definitely not holding up the pants. No, no, no! The guy's missing the point. He needs he needs a belt, but he's the belt buckle is the key here. He needs like a a, a d- old school NWA championship belt mm, buckle on yeah. there, like a Nick Bockwinkle kind of a deal going on here. It is so bad. Man. Like, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing with your life if you've got? Uh, I I I, I guess uh, cardiovascular health isn't 
a priority for this guy. <laughs> he's got, you know, a, a world to save, so. I guess so. You know. And he's got land to yeah. stalk. Imagine being that land. I wouldn't <laughs> I wouldn't want that guy behind oh. me with that big old uh, junk hugger. Oh, that land. Uh, God forbid that land have, like, zero muscle tone. Oh, Lord. Because, man, that, that guy is going to freaking stalk the hell out of your land. I tell you, man. Holy crap. Well, uh, Jesus. I've stared at enough uh, bulge. Here the last bit? I don't think you have. I think you're still staring at it, actually. I was, actually, for the entire duration of that conversation. I'm actually going to switch right. over to Hammer and All Harry real quick, right. see what he's packing. i got to compare real John. quick. Uh, Hammer and Harry, let's see how he measures up there. I just got to get a quick refresh on it. Um, oh, yeah, we got we to gotta check him out. Uh, you know, What's going on here? I I think Landstalker is really going to take it. Hammer and Harry, he's... I mean, right. he's not. Well, wait a second. Which you gotta share your image here. What? Which? Oh, okay. Uh, Sorry. Uh, let's see here. How do you share we, images? We got a, apples to apples here. Uh, let me see here. I'll copy this image there and drop it over here for old Snazzadrog here. And uh, there you go. Okay. All right. No, we're we're going with Landstalker. That guy's bulge is more obscene more obscene more defined thighs i mean hammer and harry kind of looks meek by comparison (laughs) (laughs) meek i mean yeah we we've got a little bit of a meek meeker groin by the way landstalker's (laughs) pose here is a little action figurey where it's like it's if you are actually to stand like how Landstalker is is standing, you probably dislocate your hip. Right. Whereas yes, Hammer and Harry is like pouncing on a dude. You know he he his ignore his face. His face is you know <laughs> get, get that out of the way. But he's like coming down to like pound mm-hmm. some terrible people. Uh, and whatever that's fine. If his junk gets in the way, it gets in the way. Landstalker's out here like. He's walking like bow legged, like he's got his boots up to his knees. He's got like his freaking quads are bursting out of his freaking singlet. Like, get out of here with this. Like, dude, you're you don't know what you're doing. I have more trust in Hammer and Harry oh, yeah. as a hero mm-hmm. than I do for Landstalker based on this picture. What if I want junks, you know, some junk? If, I, if if it's a junk contest, <laughs> give me one, the guy stalking some land uh, over Hammer and Harry. But if I want some guy to like get shit done, mm-hmm. give me some Hammer and Harry. He's gonna hammer some shit. That's right. Landstalker, no, get this guy out of here. Like, freaking kick his ass out. And folks, if you want to enter our junk contest, it's a good segue. Uh, please send your emails to. <laughs> no, please don't send your junk. Um, very good conversation. Very good email, Blake. Well, it's an important conversation. It really is. Glad we're having it. It really is. You know, the more I look at that Landstalker cover, I'm not so sure he didn't pop his hip out of socket, and that's what we're actually seeing pop through the front there. But uh, who knows? Maybe he's in a lot of pain. Uh, But we got maybe he doesn't have a skeleton. He he looks like an action figure. (laughs) He's just he's just made out of rubber muscles. Yeah. All right. Well, we got another email here from our pal from Germany. It's a long one, and it is mandated that Alex read it because I think it is specifically written. To be hard to read. So is this what I? Okay. Uh, all right. Thanks, John. All right. Uh, quality soccer is what this is called by Klaus. Mm-hmm. Happy Halloween, drunk friends. Yeah, it's, that's timely here <laughs> yeah. in April. Uh, firstly, I want to tell you that I listened to all of your episodes so far, and I still had to Google the podcast to find the email address. That way I found an article titled How to Deal with Drunk Friends at a Party 10 Steps that will come in handy if you become too obnoxious. Hey, well, that works. Are you there yet? Because yeah. you should be. Uh, secondly, I didn't find your mail address anywhere so I had to listen to an episode to hear you say it. Please add this to the description of the podcast in order to increase the likelihood to get mails Amateurs. Now, we did do that. This email was written uh, back in Halloween of 2020. We just found it. And I'm, I'm happy to say that we have come through on that. Uh, we have put it right there in the old description. So that complaint no longer valid. You're welcome, Klaus. Yeah, Klaus. Get out of here. Get out of here. Uh, so anyways, my name is Klaus. I'm from Germany. And you may know me from my alter ego, Hans Gruber, on YouTube. I pester Trevor on a regular basis in the comments since I love his videos. Wait, what? 
He thinks your name is Trevor? I think it's uh, I think he's clowning me a little bit. A little bit of clowning. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was he's like, pestering. Okay. He likes to pester Trevor. I was That's like, not that... my name. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but apparently dislike the majority of the NES. <laughs> so, Trevor, you dislike the majority of the NES library. What do you th- what are your thoughts on that? Like this guy is a German and he says he insists on Alex reading the first question out loud. If you decide to do so on the podcast for reasons that will become clear <laughs> as I read it. So what are you doing? Why did you piss this guy off so much? Let's get that on in front first. Like why do you think you piss this guy off because he thinks you hate most of the NES library? Do you have thoughts on that? I'm I'm curious if the way that that's written, if it's he likes to pester me in the comments because he loves my videos, mm. but he apparently dislikes a majority of the NES library. He's like, I like to hang out and pester oh, this guy, even okay. though, and I, I, I understand it, but he's like, most of the NES games are, are basically garbage. Um, and I get, and so <laughs> well, I, do you feel that way? Oh, I don't think most of them are, but there, there's some garbage. <laughs> But that's fun for me. I like I like wading through the trash. I love flea markets. We already brought it up. I'll, I'll dig through your junk. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I and he continues to say I stuffed my, I I stuffed my SNES mini with games from my childhood and a gazillion more that Alex made videos on. That meant I had to watch dozens of videos from you that I had already watched. This time focused on is this game worth it to be put on my console? So far, I've gotten sick of your... I have not gotten sick of your voice. <laughs> Lucky me. So, That's yeah. good. That's good. Uh, one of those was the be- the best soccer games list. Oh, my God. I freaking suffered so much over that stupid video. One I of my favorites. Now. One of my favorites. Ugh, terrible. Disclaimer. I don't like team sports. Com- parenthetical still listen to your wrestling and college sports episodes i question my life sport choices sometimes yeah so do i and he continues to say <laughs> i and i don't care one bit for soccer but i remembered you talking about the pal versions of some games like mario blaster just goes los uh kh rumage player manager and lothar mathaus super soccer Wow. Man. I don't know why I said the last two words. It sounded like you were telling all of them to get into a helicopter, but it was good. Get down now. <laughs> Does a bomb get down? <laughs> why did I repeat those titles here to torture you? <laughs> I got a good, good chuckle out of this in the video, and we'll certainly have another one when you read this. What a jerk. I love it. Get him. down. <laughs> Klaus, does a bomb get down? Do a goal now. Does Jesko's loss Kehurch Lumiji's player manager is after you. Get down. Sorry. All right. I'm done now. Uh, that was good. Was that good? That, I, don't, I don't think that was good. No, that was really but, good. Uh, I think, I think uh, you know, I don't know if the Austrian accent and the German accent are one for one. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry to that entire region of Europe. Austria, <laughs> Germany, Switzerland, all of you folks. I'm so sorry. Uh, he uh, Klaus goes on to say, anyway, a common theme of, in all of your sports games videos was the gameplay speed. Some games were slow as hell, others were fast, so you had no time to react. The games that had a good pace usually got more praise from you, of course. When I saw this, I wondered if there was no quality control back in the day. You know what this ended up being, by the way, and this is me talking, not the email. This ended up being me not uh, understanding the speeds that uh, varied between PAL region games and uh, NTSC region games. Uh, there is a speed difference between those. So some games felt like they were on fast forward mm. and some games felt they were like uh, either too. I don't think too many games felt they were too slow. The right, right. North American games. But but yeah, it was it was kind of a region thing. Uh, that's my bad. Uh, that's because I was so tired of soccer games at that point. I wanted to just drop dead. Klaus continues to say, I mean, everyone who picks up a sports game where the characters move as if they were moving underwater should instantly see that there is something wrong with it. I get that developers can get tunnel vision through a project and not pick up on problems of the game, but an outsider looking in would immediately point them out, right? Yeah, that's where I screwed up, Uh, especially when there are so many titles from the same game. uh, I'm sorry. 
so many titles from the same genre that did it better already. Despite all the question marks already in this paragraph, here's my real question. Have you thought about getting some developers from the NES and SNES ages on the podcast? You could talk about the quality testing pro- uh, process and what they think the cause for those obviously bad games is or was. Klaus, Jesus Christ, dude. That is a long freaking email. And uh, it's part one of three. <sighs> that was uh, that was the first question. We're going to save parts two and three for another episode. But I'm breathing over here. I'm breathing. Let's take it from here. What do you think's up with them, their games? Why are they so weird? Did they not look at nah, them? I messed up. I, I, I did not realize the difference between the... Uh, how how the stuff is w- with PAL regions and NTSC games. Uh, I think I can't remember off the top of my head because I wanted to forget about that video off as soon as I was <laughs> done with it. Uh, God, I, I hate soccer games. I know what soccer is. I, know, I have a basic rudimentary understanding of what it is. Uh, I don't follow it, but I had people banging down my doors. Not literally, but, you know, just like, hey, Talk about all these games. What there? There's like 26 of them on the Super Nintendo. So many. Tell us about them. Yeah, yeah, and that's extrapolate that over two, three years. It's just like okay, fine, I'll do this. And I remember that being one of my Thanksgiving videos. It was like a bonus video on a Friday, and I remember feeling such relief that it was done. Like, oh, you know, like. Frodo, after he drops the ring off on uh, Mount Doom, like, it's over, it's done. The soccer video games list is over for Super Nintendo. It's over, it's done. It's like, Jesus Christ, I never want to do that again. But yeah, Uh, sorry, Klaus, you brought up some PTSD that has long since been buried. Thanks for that. <laughs> That's what he's Appreciate good at. That, but, uh, That's what he's good. No, he's, he's a good yeah. dude. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you're a very good dude. There's a lot, a lot of soccer games on that system, but I got to say, man, I actually like that video, and I ended up playing a few of those games, and they some of them, pretty good. Oh, yeah? Pretty good. I like that video a lot, actually. Yeah. I mean, it was, oh, that's cool. it was a marathon for you. I imagine you would never want to do anything like that again. Nice of you to say that. I really appreciate hearing that because I lost, I got a lot of gray hairs doing that, but I want to <laughs> make sure I get this pronunciation right. Mario Blaster just gets lost <laughs> because there's an exclamation point at the end of this video game title. So it's just gets lost. <laughs> you are supposed to scream Jess it. Just gets lost. Yep. Jets gets, what does that mean? Does he get lost? Is that what that means? Am I reading it too phonetically? It means stop playing soccer games on Super Nintendo 25 years after the fact. That's what it means. Oh, wow. That's, they, yeah. The Germans know how to pack a lot of meaning into <laughs> a few syllables, I got to say. Huh. Well, any, any thoughts on the, uh, the, the you know, his, his kind of question oh, about... What, he had a question? I, I'm sorry. Uh, he says, despite all the question marks already in the question, in this paragraph... Have you thought about getting? Well, have you thought about getting? We already had a music. We did developer, so to speak. Now, granted, this email Mr. is Dan has. nearly two years old. I'm cutting some slack here. <laughs> I mean, it's it's very it's easier said than done. Obviously, like a lot of these people don't care, or they don't have any a lot of they don't have a lot of uh, stuff to for us to reach out and talk to them. That's true. You know what I mean? I think we could get Gary Kitchen, but we'll have to scrub. We'll have to scrub the catalog. <laughs> <laughs> I really do think he'd come on though, because if 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 there's anything that Gary Kitchen loves to talk about, it's Gary Kitchen, and we could get him on the show. <laughs> and we would obviously call it Gary Kitchen's episode. Gary Kitchen. It's like a know. college football coach at that point. Like, <laughs> oh, oh, you mean I get to recruit? I get to recruit <laughs> exactly. Get, or David get Crane. Me out there. I mean, it would be cool to get some of those guys. I mean, the, I think one thing that we run into a lot, especially for a lot of like RPGs and stuff that there's a language barrier for a good number of those developers. Oh, from that's back in the true. Day. Yeah. So we would, we would have to, you know, kind of focus on folks that are like your David Crane. I mean, there's a ton of English speaking developers that have gone unnamed that are probably great, but mm. ones that come to mind, you're, you know, we've, we've mentioned them crane and kitchen and whoever else threw their name all over a game. It's not out of the question. We didn't roll them out. It's just a matter of getting them. Yeah. Gary kitchen. Uh, we know you're listening. We know you're after Trav. 
you know, we know you're 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 forming a. Uh, <laughs> I like to imagine Gary Kitchen just like in his house, like pacing, and like you know he's he's putting out those old like WCW like uh, vignettes where you know remember when Glacier debuted. Yeah, uh, I do actually. And, and he was he was it was just nothing but shots of him like pacing around and like dramatic music and stuff like that. Like that's Gary Kitchen. Like that's what that's what he's doing. Like he's he's pacing around his house. He's waiting for the right opportunity to strike. Like he's he he's he's loading up on jobbers. He's kicking the crap out of out of jobbers. You know Joe Gomez and and Dale Wolf and Barry Horowitz and the Brooklyn Brawler. He's he's kicking those guys' asses. He's coming after your ass next, Trav. I don't know if it, something joke some joke about ass in the kitchen it being too hot and me leaving. That's, <laughs> that's how that ends up. Uh, I, the fact that that's the first place your mind went that's I mean means you're ready. I, the you, thing is, you're ready to <laughs> kick some Gary Kitchen ass. We've had some fun. I've I've had some fun at his expense in the videos. Um, but I really, sincerely, I'd love to ask the guy a ton of questions because. <laughs> oh, it would be of awesome. course it would be awesome to talk to. Yeah, how fun would that be? Yeah, yeah. And if he's a good sport, I'd love to make fun of him for all the crap. I he's know, <laughs> like so. Battle tank, take us through that. You thought this was fun? Which part? Oh yeah, you you thought this would be a good NES port? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Really, really. This feels like mowing the yard from my couch. I hate it. I'd rather just be mowing my yard, Gary. This is this is very tedious, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, that does it. Klaus, thank you for the email. We will read the other two thirds of that thing as episodes go on. He he reminded me. He sent me a message. He was like, "I sent you and you guys an email one time. You didn't read it." And I was like, "Oh, you did." And I looked it up. I was like, "Oh, I remember why." Because I thought it, somebody sent us like a half baked novel. So now that I know it's three questions, we'll parse those out and read them. We should stress this out more. We it should be uh, like. 10 parts or you know <laughs> should read one sentence every episode <laughs> at this point you know what i mean we like, should we should just stretch it out we should do that well uh i think that's gonna wrap us up we got a real quick one here today we got <laughs> three emails for it. we just Sorry. in time alex just died hold on hold on <laughs> alex just got alex is dying i don't know <laughs> oh, holy shit i must have said a word that like snapped you out of some hypnotism <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. No, I got <laughs> something down the wrong pipe here. Holy no, God. my uh, water. <coughs> sorry. Sorry. Thanks, John. Sorry. Oh, right. man. Go ahead. Okay. Oh, my God. That was bad. <laughs> well, uh, b- well, let's see if we can get this outro in before the paramedics arrive. Uh, that's been <laughs> another Drunk Friend podcast. And uh, if you like if you like those emails and you're like, boy, I'd like to send one of those. Sounds like a fun time. They have your emails read out loud on the podcast. Alex labored over some of the pronunciations and Trav skipping a lot of the fun parts because he's trying to read too fast. I'd love to be a part of that. You can send your email over to drunkfriendpodcast at gmail.com and we'll we'll read most of it here and uh, we'll respond to it uh, eventually. And go over to polymedianetwork.com I mean, you guys, you clearly like podcasts. You're listening to this one. Hop over there. Check out Tales of the Lesser Medium if you want to laugh. Check out Petey's Power Hour if you're thirsty. Check out that Indie Quest if you're looking for an indie-developed game to fit in your rotation. <laughs> and check out Polykill if you want to basically listen to what amounts to the most fun spreadsheet you can actually listen to on the internet. So check those out. Uh, Alex, are you back yet? I'm hearing I'm hearing rumblings. And now of- I have to scroll down to say, if you're not interested in sending an email, that's no big deal. Just give us a rating and review on a podcast app of your choice, and that'll help us out big time. And you can rate on Spotify now. Yes, please do that. You can find us on the Sochmead, as they call it. Uh, I'm on Twitter at TravPlaysGames. You can find Alex. Nobody calls it that. They don't. Nobody. Mm. The social mead? Social mead? You don't you don't truncate both words? Call no. it social mead? All right, no. fine, whatever. Well, you can find me on social media. I'm a Trap Plays Games Alex. Of course he's at SNES Drunk. Why wouldn't he be? Really? I, all right, social mead? Yeah, try it out. Not even 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 my uh, 16-year-old niece is... Or, uh, no, it's not happening. Run it by her sometime. See what she, see what she says. See if she likes it. As always, the music you heard in the beginning and can hear right now is composed by our friend Kulor. 
the track you hear is called Electric Star Bouncing. You can hear and you can find a link to more of his music on the Buzzsprout podcast page. Shout out to Josh Leslie for your uh, for our thirst quenching logo. Um, <laughs> you can thank him for your thirst quenching logo, too, if he made you one. Turns out. Turns out coughing is bad for you. Yeah, you sound lightheaded and <laughs> like you're about to die. But I'll go ahead and wrap us up here. Be sure to catch us all on YouTube. And thank you. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Hey, you have a great rest of your day. Good job by you, Trav. Yeah, man. Nice job. Well, I hope that's not our last episode. <laughs>